The Jet Set Breakfast with Michelle Constant. So our book of the week is one that is written for teenagers and tweens and pre-tweens and the likes. And it is focusing on rhino conservation and also Mappengubwe with uh, the adventures for young people. Now, the author is Griffin Shear, and the book is called The Golden Rhino. So we thought we'd get Griffin on the line. But first of all, we thought we needed to get someone to review the book, someone for whom the book made sense. And sure, I'm sure it would make sense for me too. But let's uh, get that real audience for sure. She's in grade nine. She's a student, obviously. Her name is Copano Dijue. Copano, thank you so much for joining us. It's a pleasure to join everyone. <laughs> it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. So, Capano, you, we, we took this book, we gave it to you, and we were like, read it, tell us what you think. So, very kindly, and I have to say very kindly because I know you've been writing exams, so life is probably pretty busy for you as well. What did you think of The Golden Rhino? Well, at first, I thought it was just going to be any story, but as it got deeper into the story, I thought to myself, wow, I'm learning history at the same time reading a cool story. (laughs) Brilliant. So the learning of history at the same time of reading a cool story. And what was some of the history that you learned in the book? I learned about Mabunguwe and how the golden rhino was made yeah. and the Admi- Admiral Zheng He. Yeah. And, uh, and then, yeah, mm-hmm. go for it. Oh, I'm sorry. I wanted to say I've never learned this yet in school, so yeah. it's quite interesting to learn it from a book. So, Capano, you know, the whole thing about uh, reading is that one needs a book that you start it and you go okay, this is all right, and then suddenly it's like a page-turner and you just can't stop reading. Did you find that that was the case with the book? Yes. Ha! That's brilliant. And out of it all, obviously, the, the, the most important character I understand is a character called Neva Mashamba, who's 12 years old. Tell us a little bit about him. Well, he's, a 12, years, he's 12 years old, yeah. yet he has a mature mentality. Yeah. And he's very introverted. He's the only person he's ever known was Dr. Mashaba. And after moving into a new place and a new environment with new people, of course, an introvert is going to be scared. Yeah, absolutely. So what happens? Yes. Well, he, he thought the only person he could know or trust was his father and Zimbabwe, but after moving into South Africa and making friends with Bex yeah. and Gingas and, and people, that's when he realized I'm actually not alone and it's possible to not just a reserve and helping my dad be the only thing part of my life. So I love that. So you're saying that uh, what you're learning from the book as well is that we're not just alone. And even for people who are uh, shy, maybe, or introverts, you know, Kapano, we've got the author Griffin Shear of The Golden Rhino on the line. Griffin, thank you so much for joining us. 
Oh, thank you, Michelle. And thank you, Kofano. You're the first person to review my book where I've had to listen to the review coming out. I was very nervous. So I'm so happy you liked it. So you were very nervous, Griffin. Why were you nervous to hear Kapano's review? Well, I've never had anyone just tell me what they think like that. Everyone else is kind of like, I had to think about it, and then they send me an email, and I'm like, oh gosh, now if she doesn't like it, I'm going to have to feel bad live on the air, and I'm going to be terrible. So I'm so pleased that you enjoyed it. Kapano, if you had something to say to uh, Griffin as the author, I mean, it's always great to talk to the author of a book. What are some of the things that you think um, Griffin really got right in the book? Well, first is, what was it like creating the protagonist, Neva Mashaba? Aha. Griffin, what was it like creating the protagonist, Neva Mashaba? Um, It was so... um Interesting, because I've never written fiction before, and I was trying to imagine some of the experiences that like my own kids and their friends must have had when we moved to South Africa, and what that's like to start over again and to have to make new friends in a new place. Um, and I think I also really enjoyed putting him into this setting of kind of old African history, because that's how I started getting interested in Africa and falling in love with the region, was learning about all these kind of old medieval kingdoms and the history that I never learned about in school, you know, things that I had to kind of go out and discover on my own. And I actually feel so warm towards Never, because I think he, like, starts out, like Kupana was saying, like, he's so shy and kind of afraid of the world, and then he really blossoms and has these beautiful friendships and can go out and have fun and have adventures and feel safe in his community that he's found. Kapana, have you got any other questions you'd like to ask Griffin? Um, why did you pick the golden rhino as your book topic? Huh, good one. So I couldn't hear the end of it. Why was the golden so, rhino the title? Why was the golden rhino the topic? Oh, well, it's because um, I actually knew nothing about it when I got to South Africa. Like, I just started learning about it when I moved here. And I thought, like, wow, like, this is something... Actually, the whole world should know about like this shouldn't be hidden history, you know. Um, and I just think sometimes when we learn about these things um, in a textbook, it can be so dry and very it's a bit of a turnoff if it's not told in a very interesting way. Um, so I thought, well, let's make it more of an adventure where it's a mystery and it's exciting and you know it's not just trying to tell the history, but hopefully encouraging people to learn about the history on their own and to ask their teachers questions and to read more books. Um, and I just think it's amazing. I took my, my son to Mabuhumboy to do research, and we had such an amazing time, and we had such amazing people helping us to answer our questions and show us around. And I realized not everyone's going to be able to get there. So I hope I made a way for people to go there on their own by reading the story. So I want to say thanks to Kapano. Kapano, thank you so much for reading the book for us. Kapano Dijwe, who is uh, our author or not our author our reader of the book today like at, you know griffin what amazes me is that you've mentioned two things and it sounds to me like Kapano completely nailed it which is a, is a great uh, reflection both on her reading but also on your writing as well one the idea of teaching history through fiction and two the idea of the learnings that young people can have from fiction, the idea that you can learn that you are not alone, the idea that you can learn that even if you're shy, that there are people out there. You, you, that must please you. 
Yeah, I think it's, it's so pleasing. I'm so happy, actually, that she read it, um, that she read it at all, and that she enjoyed it, and she got all of those things out of it. And I, you know, I guess as I'm watching my own children grow up, I think about how much they learn about, like, the Greeks and the Romans that they absorb, not from school at all, but from popular culture, from watching cartoons and reading Rick Riordan novels and things like that. And I just think it's really important that we start putting African stories in ways that are accessible like that, where people are going to learn about it, and then maybe maybe the story is not factual that they're reading exactly, but the history is real, and they can go and figure out more things like that. Um, so I'm hoping I can do another one where we look at, like, old sunken ships off the coast of, of East Africa and wow. think about, like, the libraries of Timbuktu and things that, things that I just think we don't talk about enough or celebrate enough, you know, things that aren't acknowledged as widely as they should be. So, Griffin, before we are going to have to go to a break, but before we go to the break, I'd just very briefly like to ask you, you have written books before, and I wondered how challenging is it to write a book for someone in grade nine like Capano? Um, it was actually really challenging because it's hard to get the tone right, you know, and it's hard to, um, when I was writing it, my, my own children were younger then. My son's in grade nine now, but that was when I was writing it was years before, and so... Um, it's hard to get the tone right, and I think also sometimes we can be, as writers, like really patronizing to young people, and they don't need that. Like, they're so yeah. smart, and they're so interesting, and they can figure out so much out on their own. Um, so, yeah, I hope I hit that tone right, because I think there's a really magical sweet spot there, and it's such a great age where minds are growing, and they're getting personalities, and turning into these young people who are so interesting as kind of budding adults. Yeah, absolutely. If people want to get hold of the Golden Rhino, focusing on history, Mapungubwe, but also on what it means to grow up and to move to a new place, where do they find the book? Uh, well, of course, they can order it from Bridge Books, either in-store or online, which is my bookstore. Yeah. Um, but it is available across the country, so the exclusives are stocking it. It's available on all the websites, so you, can, you should be able to find it anywhere in South Africa. Look at Bridge Books, but look up in various different places for it. It's called The Golden Rhino. Perhaps you have a young person, grade nine and the like, in your home, and uh, they're needing a Christmas gift. Seems to me like it would be the perfect Christmas gift. Griffin Shear, the author of The Golden Rhino, and thank you so much to our grade nine student, Kapano Dijue, who really nailed it in her review as well.